G'day guys, Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting. Welcome back to another episode of the VCE PE Podcast. Today, I want to talk about chronic adaptations, specifically aerobic chronic adaptations. So uh, as we're moving into chronic adaptations, currently recording this on the 26th of August, um, I really want to encourage students to link any chronic adaptation to the performance benefit received. So if it's a if it's a detailed exam question that's you know describe how x or describe a chronic adaptation of the cardiovascular system and it's linked to performance whatever it is a lot of the time we just go through the structure and function but not so much the performance benefit so um uh, let's talk about uh cardiovascular system for example the structural chronic adaptation will be an increased volume of the left ventricle uh the functional change is increased stroke volume and therefore increased max cardiac output and a lot of the time the students just leave it there. But then you really need to link the performance benefit. The performance benefit of that is that we are able to transport more oxygen and therefore delay our lactate inflection point. And that's what I want to talk about because most aerobic chronic adaptations, the benefit of that, of, of, of increasing your VO2 max, is actually to delay your lactate inflection point. So if you think VO2 max being the maximum volume of oxygen that we can take in, transport, and utilize in a minute, if any of those... If any chronic adaptations allow us to take in more, transport more, or utilize more oxygen, that will increase our VO2 max. And because we have an increased VO2 max, uh, we're able to use more oxygen at a faster rate, and therefore we're going to maintain a really high reliance on our aerobic energy system, even at high intensity. And if we're getting most of our energy from the aerobic energy system, we're going to have a decreased reliance on our anaerobic glycolysis system. And if we have a decreased reliance on our anaerobic glycolysis system, then we're not going to be accumulating hydrogen ions. So we're not going to get that fatigue associated with an accumulation of hydrogen ions until a higher intensity. So that was fairly wordy. So let's try to um, put that into practice. So any time, not any time, but there are some other aerobic chronic adaptations. But if you're talking about increased volume of the left ventricle, if you're talking about increased surface area between alveoli and capillary interface, if we're talking about um, increased number size and surface area of mitochondria, increased oxidative enzymes, all those type of, of chronic adaptations, the benefit is, hey, an increased VO2 max, which is cool, but the performance benefit is that we can work at a higher intensity without the fatigue associated with an increased contribution from the anaerobic glycolysis system. Now, the reason I'm being particular with, with that wording is because we're still going to get fatigue associated with glycogen depletion or elevated core body temperature or dehydration. By, by achieving these aerobic chronic adaptations, we're just delaying the fatigue associated with exceeding lip, with accumulating our hydrogen ions. So <clears throat> my tip for today is whenever you talk through the structure and function of an aerobic chronic adaptation, the performance benefit is a delayed lactate inflection point. If you can use more oxygen at a faster rate, we have a decreased reliance on the anaerobic glycolysis system. So the wording for the answer would be, <coughs> let's go back to stroke volume. So if, if um, so describe one chronic adaptation of the cardiovascular system, okay, through aerobic training methods. So we're gonna say, all right, we have an increased volume of the left ventricle, which increases our maximal stroke volume and therefore our cardiac output. The performance benefit of being able to transport more oxygen is that we are able to work at a higher intensity using the aerobic energy system and therefore um, delay the fatigue associated with an increased contribution 
from the anaerobic glycolysis system or something like that. So that's it for today, guys. Nice short one. Make sure whenever you're talking about chronic adaptations, if appropriate to the question, that we are always linking it to performance. And it's not the VO2 max that is the performance benefit. Because we have a higher VO2 max, we're able to delay our lactate inflection point and therefore work at a higher intensity without accumulating hydrogen ions.